building an indie business in the center of venture capital. I am Alex Edmonds, also known as Supreme Realm Ham on the internet, and this is the Building an Indie Business podcast. All right, so uh, I just finished recording with uh, Ross Kincaid of Trash Panda Capital. Uh, we talk about e-commerce. He runs an e-commerce store called aerodrawings.net. Uh, I'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, we had a lot of fun. He uh, he tells me the ins and outs of his uh, e-commerce store, his uh, workflow. Um, he complains about Salesforce a lot. Ross works in Salesforce, and he just he goes off on Salesforce a little bit. And uh, uh, so Ross, Ross and I talk a lot. We have a group chat together. It's uh, Ross, Brendan, and I, and we talk every day. Uh, we just we're like, hey, what are you doing today? Things like that. So I know Ross really well, and it was really fun having him on the podcast again. Because remember, I had him on last year. Uh, I hope you enjoy this conversation. There's a little swearing, so sorry if you listen to this with your kids in the car or whatever. All right. Uh, today, I'm talking to the redheaded stepchild of one of my social groups. <laughs> so I'm here with Ross Kincaid. I talk to him every day. I have a group chat with him and Brendan, and uh, we're thinking about adding more people, but that's that's not the topic. <laughs> but uh, we're here talking about e-commerce. So Ross runs uh, a Shopify store, and I'm going to ask him some questions about uh, how he runs it, what he does, and just going through the day-to-day of it. So let's get into it. Ross, how you doing, man? Doing good about you. I'm doing good. All right. So uh, the first question I have is, what's your setup? Like, uh, where, where's your store hosted? And those kind of questions. Sure. So um, I'm set up on Shopify. Um, I acquired the store last year. Um, for $20,000. And um, it's basically I sell public domain uh, aircraft drawings, blueprints and documentation. And um, it's actually a very interesting business. Because um, a lot of people need this to build model aircraft or they're just interested in specific aircraft. So people buy blueprints from you and then they buy the material somewhere else and they use your blueprints to put them together. Yes, that's actually correct. Okay, for sure. I was I was wondering about that too. So, um, where do your sales come from? Like, do you get them from SEO, email, plugins? So it's a little bit interesting. Um, when I first acquired the store, it had no marketing. So the first thing I did was open social media. Well, let me back up. First thing I did was redo the website, move it to a new theme, change the SEO. Uh, make it more friendly. Um, and with that change, the traffic went down by 50%, but the revenue went up 50% so far. Um, this one's been a little bit slow, but like I'm still on trend for that same type of trend. And it's very interesting because that means that the site is now retargeted to the correct audience. And um, so that's where the majority of our traffic comes from. It's organic search traffic or directly to the site. I do um, weekly emails at least, um, if not more. 
I've really thought about maybe expanding into a blog and stuff like that. I'm just really, you know, focused on growing social media right now and email. Um, so those are kind of the primary methods that I get uh, people to visit the store and buy. Okay. Uh, that reminds me of a question that I forgot to ask you. Oh, do you have any plugins for your store? Like, So I use two plugins. I use one that's a banner add-on. So it costs me nine bucks a month. And there's another one called Vitals, which is like all in one. It pops up with a um, an ad for uh, 30% off you, if you give me your email. And actually a lot of people click that and use the discounts. I run discounts monthly of varying amounts. It kind of helps drive traffic a bit. Um, subscribers get higher discounts and they also get discounts on uh, certain products. Uh, for example, I've, I've run specials on the anniversary of the first flight of an aircraft um, and I discount the product for 24 hours only. So that's a big thing. Um, yeah, that's uh, one package and there's some other stuff in there that I use like uh, hiding payments and stuff like that, like some tweaks to Shopify. Hmm. Okay, so you have a plugin for your email and then banners. Where do the banners show up? Banners show up on all the pages. Okay. So it's like advertising the products on the store. Okay. Correct. Um, like, you don't have to tell me the numbers, but what expenses, expenses do you have? Total overhead is about 100 bucks a month. Um, so Shopify is 62 that's uh, including all its transaction fees, the base, I think I'm on the basic package or whatever the second lowest is. Um, vitals cost me 29, the banner ad costs 19 or $9. And then um, I pay 30, 30 bucks a month for social media automation, but that's actually gonna be a shared expense across my portfolio. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's, it's as soon as I hit a hundred bucks, in revenue on break even mm. so the the threshold was very low okay thank you for sharing the, the amount of money even though i said you didn't have to <laughs> <laughs> i like sharing it. it's something good that people should know about yeah definitely um so how do you choose the prices of your products so i inherited um <laughs> a lot of the product prices um i actually kicked prices up recently and the minimum is now like 30 bucks Nice. And I think that's that's a good, like twenty to thirty, and I think it's a good minimum because like I have some products for ten bucks, and I felt like the value was low, or mm -hmm. like I was like undervaluing them, so I kicked them up. I uh, I recently just tweaked um, one of my most popular products, which is a set of, I would say honestly my favorite aircraft uh, for general aviation, the Piper Cub, mm. and it's a full set of blueprints and manuals and it's 900 files i i doubled it by finding a source online and scraping it and just dumping the files in and um that's like you know 50 bucks a month i think the most expensive package i have is 300 and that's everything in our store i've been mm -hmm. testing that one i should probably maybe kick that cost up but like we have varying amounts of uh you know prices mm. what uh what plane was the 900 files that you have for uh piper Cub. Okay. Is, that's a new one, right? Um, it's not really new. It's been around since the forties. It's a, no, no, um, but like on your website. Cause when I did the audit, that wasn't there. 
Yeah, I actually, it was under a bad name. That was the other thing with all the products. We, we changed all the names and stuff like that. Okay. It was under a completely different name, and it was the improper one, so then I updated it to be... Because, like, you got to think about, like, what, who's buying this? It's like, I don't really need to, like, explain what these are, like, in right. theory. Like, the, the people, because of the transactional nature of the store, the people, honestly... They know what they're buying. They just need to find a source for it. So, like, literally, it's like, this is what's in the set. Some people ask me if they're specific drawings, and I give them yes or no. Um, I've actually had a lot of mechanics for the Piper Cub come to me and ask for specific drawings because mm -hmm. they're actually really hard to find uh, for the original Pipers. Um, you know, stuff like that. Just, yeah, it's... Um, what I'm getting at is with the the product names, they're very simple. Mm -hmm. The descriptions are very simple too. I made it so they fit into um, the SEO on Google. Right, because it was like Spitfire Vortex, mm -hmm. and it was it was getting a ton of traffic. Yeah, and when I originally like inherited the store, the descriptions were terrible. They were too long. They were misspelled. But by shortening them and saying like title and then very simple like this is what you get people will just i mean the proof is in the pudding even though it's a slow month right now i know people are going to buy i mean mm -hmm. i love the transactional nature of the business because i know that people are going to continuously buy and it's just going to be a random like surprise money generator is how i look at this store mm -hmm. uh so for, for the listeners uh when ross got this store i immediately offered to uh do an seo audit for him and the titles were awful. They would like have the name of the uh, of the plane, and then like download something gibberish. And I was just like, cut that because this plane, just googling the name, it has like five thousand uh, monthly searches. So he could easily take advantage of that. So that's why I'm asking like very specific questions. Exactly. I mean, that's literally really where we're at and i bought it from a seller that did not live in the u.s um he actually lived in portugal so he was an english as a second language individual so i think he kind of struggled with how to quantify what he was selling um so he wrote these long descriptions um he also had products on there that were physical that i don't have Mm -hmm. um, so that was like the first batch was like, these are getting yeeted. The other thing that was interesting, this is a lesson for people at the Shopify store, use variants. If you're selling digital and physical products, include them in one, because when you use variants, you can separate those products out. Because what I have is the majority of my customers buy digital downloads. Um, I very rarely get some people that want DVDs. I never get I people that want USBs, but I offer all three. Because with the DVDs and the USB drives, I just do one-off prints and I add 25 to 50% markup on them. And mm -hmm. people don't know that. That's actually another key thing about this store is that I, I own all the assets. It's public domain. I'm basically providing a service to people and they're paying me for it because I collected all these assets. All right. Um, which is very interesting. And um, with that, that means our product costs are basically zero. Right, it's just shipping. Yeah, it's literally just like the shipping if it's a physical product or just the, the hosting fees and delivery. Um, mm. So like 
and Shopify is set up to where most products under six gigabytes are sent via digital download and you download from Shopify. Some of them I posted elsewhere, but yeah, it's, it's really just like this target audience is generally older. Um, Mm -hmm. Aviation as a hobby is uh, an old man's industry or old man's old man's industry and old man's hobby because uh, it's really expensive to get the fly and like buying a plane, maintenance, everything, training, it costs a lot of money. So, you know, a lot of people get in the model and in RC stuff and stuff like that. So just know your audience is kind of the key thing. And, and when I acquired the store, I don't think the person knew the audience really well. Um, and tried a bunch of things and had some blind luck and just was never able to take it to the next level. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know. You didn't mention that the seller was from Portugal, and that changes my perspective now. Yep, he um awesome guy. I um, still am in contact with him. He's actually like really pleased with what I did with the store. Um, and yeah, he's a cool dude. Mm. For sure. Um... So, uh, are, are you working on any social media promotion? Yeah, so I really like to take a very simple stance on social media. What I've seen work is just posting random facts and maybe some links to our sales and stuff like that. I'm not really focused on social media other than uh, Instagram because mm-hmm. all the aviation geeks live on Instagram. And that's where I get the most traction, ironically. Like, I have a Facebook page. I, we have... I have Pinterest that helps a ton with traffic, but like, and I also have Facebook or I have Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, and Instagram. And I post on each of those frequently, but for my audience, it's not where I'm going to get people. It's just literally, it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird way to get backlinks with some of the, um, and just kind of like more like, you know, ways to pop up in searches and things like that. But it's just not really a focus right now of mine it's just a fun thing like go go research some facts post them and you know see people you know come to the store sometimes and just know more about it mm-hmm. yeah i i was just having this conversation with uh one of my subscribers of revenue research like um you don't need to be on every social platform to generate traffic you can do one really well and that will be more than enough effort and for you where you have a visual product it's it'd be good for you to be on a visual platform like i'm a writer it wouldn't be good for me to be on a visual platform but a written one so yeah i've really thought about and this is something like um in the coming weeks and months i'm gonna you know split out some products and maybe rethink the social media strategy i've really been thinking about axing facebook and twitter mm-hmm. um and instead just dump it into pinterest pinterest helps a lot um instagram is good too um i mean i just post daily i post random facts use the hashtags i'm seeing traction it's very slow i'm not expecting extreme success or anything um i'm really happy with the progress so far because the followers have gone up by 10 like over the months that i've done this and that's pretty significant for an account with like and no activity for like a year mm-hmm. like just to get it started again and stuff and um you know this is something i'm passionate about too so it's very easy for me to go find facts or think of something random to post and just send it with it so um you know i've been really thinking about that and for me personally i'm kind of the same way with 
Um, I've actually gotten rid of my LinkedIn account. I would love to get rid of my Facebook account, but I need it for other reasons. I got rid of Twitter for a bit, but came back. But I'm never really on there. I don't have the app on my phone. The only mm-hmm. two pieces of social media I gravitate towards, number one is TikTok, ironically. Um, and I'm learning more about that and posting more videos and, and building my confidence with it. It's actually a really good confidence boost, like talking and, you know, posted, posting videos out there, my thoughts and stuff like that. And number two is Reddit. And hmm. Reddit, I kind of just browse and comment randomly. There's really no marketing there because it's hmm. got its own intricacies. But I do fully agree with mastering one. Uh, I also think limiting your personal time and also just where your business is in general is a big thing too because the the amount of maintenance to maintain the accounts i mean it takes me about an hour a week to schedule posts for email and social media but if i invested more time in just one platform i think it would be better yeah um i gotta tell you this dude your your tiktok videos are great they're they're you you can see the effort that you put into them i'm trying better i'm trying to put my face out more which is a big change um it's gonna be there's gonna be some things coming up and uh maybe hopping on trends and stuff like that um mm-hmm. as i get more confident the more if I, the more confident i get the more i want to post and talk and put my thoughts out there it's there was a social media platform um back in the day and i'm sure subscribers will know about this one called vine and i used to be huge like not huge on Vine. i used to be totally into it it was so fun the way they were limited and how creative you had to be in a certain amount of time that it literally kickstarted people's careers. And it, I still reference a lot of those memes today. And when that kind of died out, I, there was really no alternative um, until, you know, musically got bought by TikTok. And then more recently, um, TikTok's reputation has changed quite a bit to where it's gone less from, you know, lip syncing and dancing to, where I'm involved in the most, which is like deep communities of real estate and tax and law and like shit like that. And there's memes and stuff and there's trends and shit, but like the amount of the wealth of information on there is just mind boggling. Yeah. Like you can go down like some business rabbit holes or marketing or finance. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's ironic, like how people have like just given it such a bad reputation, but deep down inside, you know, if you you, the way the algo works is like you can literally trick it to pull all the stuff you like, and that's what I love about it. Because when I go on Reddit, man, like I always gravitate to like the news thing on my app, and like I then I go doom scroll and shit, or like I get involved in a fucking fight over Salesforce and you know, shit like that. Like, but on TikTok, I don't have any of that. Sometimes I get the Salesforce posts and I just scream because it's like cringeworthy, but, um, and, and then scroll you past it. me and Brendan. Yeah, the, I got one yesterday. Actually, I posted one about, I work at a, so Salesforce is my day job. And I, I posted this TikTok of how somebody put fucking Spider-Man gif in a, they coded it. They coded it as an iframe visual force page, which like the, like, why did you, why, why did you take the effort to do this? Oh and yeah. Then, I remember that. And I was just like, 
So I like I was like I gotta post a video about this and it was very interesting like to see like people actually viewed it but like I'm like man I should probably like post more content around like my off the wall thoughts about this shit like just saying like like what the fuck is this shit Salesforce or like just even in daily life I'm starting to see in real estate that people are gravitating towards that and I've been wanting to do like more information about that and like kind of opinions and having like conversations so like it's a great platform for that i think Mm -hmm. yeah you guys he literally sent this to us and he was just like i found this stupidest fucking piece of code it's a fucking high frame of this and it's like a dancing spider-man gif yeah it's like it's like this is the shit i deal with on a daily basis and it's part of the reason i want to get out of the industry but we're like Nobody wants to have hard conversations about this at all. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm involved in, I'll, I guess the second piece of social media I like, or third, is Discord. I am involved heavily in communities on Discord, and, mm. like, th- we talk about that shit there, but, like, like I go and look at the Salesforce TikToks, and it's like, ha, 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 I... W- used to make 30000 a year, and then I got an admin cert, and I make seventy. It's like... Yeah, cool. that's like uh, like indie hackers TikTok. It's like yeah, yeah just uh, buy a bunch of T-shirts and then put them on Amazon for hire, and you're making ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah, I mean it's exactly like that. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, what about your paid promotion? Because I know you have some. I don't do any. What about Barnstormers? So I actually canceled that. Okay. So I have a very firm theory that the best traffic is organic. Paying for traffic is stupid. Yeah. And um, I tested out an ad on Barnstormers, which is a community like it's an aviation marketplace and I got people to click in and stuff and I, I got the results, but I couldn't, I couldn't get cor- corroboration. Like maybe it was Shopify's limitation or something, but there was no evidence of anybody buying. Clicks are great. Clicks are great, but they don't translate into sales. I care about the biggest thing I want to increase is the conversion rate on this store. And it's already like up by 200%, which is bonkers. It is a, still 1%. So, like, just imagine how low the conversion rate was before I bought the store. <laughs> like, if I'm at a 1%, that's a 200% increase. That's, that's pretty um, bonkers. Yeah, and then, like, this is for everyone. SEO, basic SEO is so easy. I will link to a YouTube video, or a YouTube video series, playlist is the word I'm looking for. And it will teach you basic SEO to get organic traffic in like a month. And that's it. It's true. I mean, it's like the more people you can get to your site naturally, the better. Yeah. And especially because like SEO, it builds and it's free. Yeah, that's the key thing is like I'm pretty cheap with my shit. So whatever I could do for free or low cost is better. So am I. Um, That's why I'm like, I'm not discouraged with TikTok and like the fact that I don't have that many followers and, that, and a bazillion views is because I know the more that I post 
And the more I test the hashtags and the more I comment with people and interact with them, the more people are going to see shit. And I'm not out there for followers either. I mean, I'm just, I don't know. I just like post my thoughts. So if you don't like it or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then using filters will help you too. Cause you can, that's searchable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I was going to ask you what, what your problems are with the store. Converger rate. Uh, that's a big problem. Still, I would like it higher. Um, I think it's frustrating when you go through periods. So the next acquisition I'm trying to look at is something a little bit more subscription based. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the store. So I, the biggest mistake I made with this purchase is I overpaid. Um, I probably should have paid 50% less. Um, oh shit. I made a bad error with asking about financials and it wasn't totally bad, but you know, I still owe on the store. So technically it's negative in terms of its revenue and I'm covering it with my own salary until December, which is not like a bad problem to have and it's temporary, but the next one I'm looking at acquiring, I'm looking at one that's a subscription based, um, postcard service i'm very interested in that because it's i'm i want something where it has revenue and we can grow that and people are paying monthly and you know it's a little bit more robust and like doesn't need like such like dire help at first um but yeah that's one thing is you know i overpaid um the transactional aspect is never going to change but it's frustrating at times like um it's the 16th and I haven't gotten a sale since third and it does this weirdly where the middle of the month is very, very slow. And then all of a sudden the last like week and a half people buy a mass. So I think what happens is that people um, get certain income or like, you know, when you, you know, starting the end of the month are different and stuff like that. I did see that the trends versus last year are not down that much. Mm-hmm. So it seems like this month might just be slow. I mean, who knows? I don't know. This is going to be the first full year of revenue that is not inflated. So, hmm. so be- when when you were talking to me about the trends, you, you meant within the month and not within the, like a year? Because you asked me you about that. What do you mean? You said like, oh, my store is slow. And I'm like, yeah, usually because at the beginning of the year sales are slow so i look at i look at uh year over year and i also look at month over or um the yeah year over year for like the year so far and then like the quarter and then the month so far but so for compared to last april it's only down like two percent which means this month must be a slow one and it was the same at the beginning of the year where it was slow and then people bought so I know the market is out there and it's it's a large market. It's just getting people there and they're slowly getting there. Like I don't have all the products like some people, but um, I have the common ones and you know, I'm at the point with it where I know it's going to be making, it's going to be profitable after I pay off my loan. 100%. I'm not worried about that. I'm just like, you know, I've kind of reserved myself to, I just do social media and little things and kind of let it do its own thing because I don't really want it to be big because um, it's not designed for that. 
Right. It's very niche. It's very niche. And that's what I'm looking at with like my next acquisition is, is this a product that has a niche right now, but I can expand and add more products to it, which is why, you know, looking at this postcard service is very lucrative because I can take the revenue and then reinvest that in the creating more content and product and mm -hmm. expand in other niches and just market that. And that will just exponentially grow. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of a common lesson with whatever I buy. I mean, I'm looking for things that are very, very specific. Right. So, yeah. So, the postcard uh, business, how does it work? Like the website? So, you, as far as I understand it, again, I'm very early in the due diligence. You buy a subscription pack for a month, uh, half a year, or a full year, and you get a postcard monthly sent to you. Mm hmm. Very interesting service. There's proof of revenue for the past year. Doesn't seem like there's much churn, but it seems like it needs a little bit of love. It needs some more products, different products that can be sent to people. It needs some marketing. I think this would be an awesome thing for Pinterest. And um, I probably do Pinterest and Instagram. That I think probably should be my niche with marketing tools because I yeah. do not like Twitter and Facebook and I don't see an ROI on there ever. So, right. and I could be wrong, like some, you know, whatever, but. No, you're right. Because those are platforms that are designed for writing and less pictures. I don't like writing. I mean, like I try doing a newsletter and stuff, but like I stopped writing it because I like, I like making the videos more like just sitting and editing that and recording like within 60 seconds is much more appealing. Like hmm. I'm a very visual person and I, and I think this kind of really. I don't know if this is a um, good way to say it, but it really clicked yesterday when I've been trying to learn Japanese and Hawaiian. I'm very into Japanese culture and I love Hawaii and Japanese is this, the, the, um, the language itself is very visual and also very phonetic or in terms of its sounds, it's got weird things. And I was joking. I'm like, man, I don't know if I'll ever be able to learn this because all the characters are different and, my girlfriend turned to me and was like, why do you say that? Because it's a very visual language and you should be able to pick it up. And it, and that kind of clicked in my head of like, maybe that's why I gravitate to, towards certain things that are so visual, where it's visual programming, um, drawing languages like that. And, you know, th that's why I like TikTok and that's why I like Instagram and Pinterest and just being in that niche with products that can be marketed there along with emails is just a great place for me for sure all right final question uh what do you think spotify or not spotify i get these two mixed up all the time what do you think shopify is missing that would help your store like if you if you were talking to the ceo of shopify what would you tell him you need to make more money in your store i think the biggest thing is um Better marketing tools. Mm -hmm. The um, the email service is not really the best. I mean, that's something I really don't like, but eh. it's not like, oh, I'm going to go leave it. Like, I have no incentive to use a third-party program, and you can. Um, I think, really, Shopify is a great platform. I, I really don't have many complaints with it, to be honest with you. Um, I think 
if I had to improve something with my store and my business, it would probably be just getting more people in to convert and stuff like that. And it's not, that's not a Shopify problem though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's just the ironic thing. Like I don't have any issues with the, the platform really. Like talk to me about Salesforce though. <laughs> you go on for 12 hours. So for sure. All right. Uh, where can people find you? So like find me on TikTok. Uh, what is my username? Uh, I think it's Ross seven five seven. Mister Trash seven fifty seven. I think oh. it's the username. Oh my goodness! Sorry, sorry, audience. It's Mister Trash seven fifty seven. Is my TikTok? Okay. Um, okay. That's where I am the most. And um, yeah, um, I also have a yap, but I have no idea what the hell to do with my yap. Some just weird emojis um what what is that yeah is like i I don't know if it's an nft but i bought this link for four bucks it was like a unique emoji url or some bullshit like (laughs) what i have no idea anyway just find me on tiktok let's have a conversation there yeah I'll, i'll link to it yeah oh i've seen this before i don't know what it is but i've seen it I don't know what the hell it does either. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what most things do, man. Like, no, I can't. I do know what they do, but then I just go like, okay, cool. That's how I feel about technology, guys, by the way. Like, I'm a very visual programmer guy. I don't care about technology. I just have ideas. I build them. You know, I let other people go tweak them and make them perfect. For sure. what I pay them for. (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, Thank you for helping me out with this. I appreciate it. Anytime. Yeah, and I'll I'll link to everything Ross is talking about, even the store, which we haven't mentioned, arrowdrawings.net. It'll be in the show notes. All right. Uh, thank you for listening. Have a nice day. Bye. All right.